In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast partner is the one and only... Travis Ratz here. Welcome to Comic Exposure, guys, where we talk about comic books and comic stuff and nerd things. Uh, We usually do a comic book club where we talk about a comic or a graphic novel. We bring a guest on. Uh, And then on the in-betweeners, which is the episode you're on today, uh, is a variant edition. Uh, We're going to hearken back to that wonderful time period in the 90s when you got the holographic covers for absolutely no reason because it was really awesome. And so on our variant edition, it's uh, a lot of fluff, but not talking about a comic book today. So, But, Travis, we got a guest on the show. We got a guest on the show for a variant edition, which doesn't usually happen. Which doesn't usually happen. I'm excited. I'm excited. So who's our guest today, Travis? We got a guest on the show today. I'm gonna Uh sing his name because he's a music teacher. His name is Alan Strawbridge. Pick a key, son. Pick a key. Hi, from Japan, people. Kaka. Alan is my comic compadre here in Japan, and every time I start singing, he will tell me to pick a key or just flat out stop. Man, I am a compadre. He knows knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, Alan, welcome back to the show. Hmm. Alan did a comic book club with us back in the day, and now he's back. Guess who's back? I was going to go with back in the day. I was young. I'm not a kid anymore. But I am pick a key, buddy. Pick a, pick a key. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here on your, on your filler episode. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, you know what? It's always nice because sometimes Travis and I run out of stuff to say to each other. Oh, yeah. So it's, like it's good It's good to sometimes have a, a third person to bounce stuff off of. So, Alan, I'm glad you're on the show with us today. A buffer, if you will. It's like in a sitcom when they uh, are running out of material, so they like bring in a child. Speaking of bringing a child... <laughs> Josh is going another room. Josh is going another room. Now there's now you either got to cut this out or we just have to roll with the fact. Just roll with it. Give me my beer. Go away. <laughs> he was, he's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I, what do you mean you know what to do? You're like six years old. Do whatever you want. Have a party upstairs, man. I'm bored. <laughs> well, remember yeah. Say that? You know what? When it's I the was first day of child, summer, you know what right? I did? I read comic books. Uh, and I kept me – it's a first day of summer break, dude, and he's driving me nuts. He's driving me. He woke me up at five o'clock this morning. <laughs> That's why he's saying I don't know what to do. <laughs> right? He's been up for twelve hours already. Get that kid a hobby. Get the kid a hobby, man. man. Rock. That's what he man. he made a board game today. If that's not nerdy enough, he made oh. a board game today. Was it the? It was called Deathbone. Deathbone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Board game. His board game is called Deathbone. Let's clear the deck here because I have a new okay. topic of conversation. What are the rules to Deathbone? <laughs> oh god it sounds like a horrible it, it, <laughs> it was a board it's just a board game and it's like shoots and ladders you literally instead of like spinning a spinner and moving that amount of spaces you just draw a card but if you land on the wrong spot you've landed on the death bone and you're dead <laughs> <laughs> the death bone. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> He's like, if you land on this, this is the death bone, and you die. I was like, all right. Okay, I buddy. It. I dig it. She, he's like, oh, well, how you doing? Well, mom landed on the death bone an hour ago, so she's dead. <laughs> you That's what I'm worried pops? about. Where is your mother? <laughs> play daddy. All right, so first thing, first issue on the table. Um, a couple of things. Yeah. Josh? Yes. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. Okay. Uh, Alan? Saw the new Thor Ragnarok trailer. <laughs> oh, that's right. And Alan, did not like it. Bitch. I did not like it. <laughs> How, why, it. Alan? Alan, why do you not like it? I got to hear it from the horse's mouth. What's wrong with it? Oh, man. It just looked like it came from a bubblegum wrapper. It was just cheesy and colorful and corny. And Is it so cheese, much. corn, or gum, Alan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I haven't had breakfast on this <laughs> It's deliciously I bought, cheesy. I bought rats. I bought the Z's, uh, what are they called? Pizza Mons. Pizza Mons. And I was like, I got Pizza Mons. Oh, it's time to start. <laughs> what's, a, what's a Pizza Mon? Uh, it's like a so, doughy bun stuffed with pizza I think it's a, it's a Pokemon, isn't it? It's, it's a po- Pizza Mon. I think it's a Pokemon. Mon. I got a Pizza Mon card. <laughs> I don't check out Pizza Mons, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... There's so that's that's the most Japanese sounding food that you guys are are eating oh, is man. the you have no idea pizza that's, mon- the, that's the least of the Japanese sounding <laughs> foods right there you have no idea so anyway <laughs> Thor Ragnarok I'm watching it and I'm so excited about this movie and it just reminds me of Guardians and yeah Bruce knows how I feel about that but you know I when I think of Thor and all of that the first movie to me seemed uh, more legit. Now it's just mm-hmm. getting ridiculous. They're just—it's becoming more uh, fan lovable and all of that good stuff, which I understand. I get it. People love it. They love the colors and, like Rat said, it just makes them feel like a child and all of that. So I mean, I—I I just didn't dig it. I just thought it was corny as hell. <laughs> Everything you said about it is exactly why I love it. You're like, it's bright and colorful. It's cheesy. I'm like, yeah, uh huh. And the problem is, I also Ooh, you're giving me a death bone. <laughs> yeah, I want to play death bone. Give me that game. I think that's the exact reason why. So I, the first movie seemed really small to me, mm-hmm. right? Like the first movie, it only takes place in this tiny little town. It's in Asgard for just a little bit, but you don't really get to see Asgard. You see, like, the inside of a castle and, you know, that. The second movie was bigger and I thought cooler, but it was – the plot wasn't awesome, I guess, right? I thought it looked really good, but I think you're right. I think they're stepping on the the pedal to to make – I mean, Guardians worked. And so they're, they're like – they're pushing the Guardians button. And they got to bring them into the world somehow. And I think Thor is your connection to bring it all together. I agree. And they got to do what they got to do. People love it, you know. And I'm going to watch it because I'm a Marvel fan. They could put a brooch <laughs> on the screen if it's Marvel. I'm, I'm going to watch it. You know? <laughs> Alan, Alan sounds so defeated. Yeah, man. Do what you got to do. I mean, I'm going to watch it, motherfucker, but I don't know if I'm going to like it. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Stanley, Stanley could drop trow and bake a brownie, <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> hey, I'll tomorrow, watch it. <laughs> I um, I thought that Thor two. I actually had to watch that again. I haven't watched that movie too much, but I actually really like that. It's I, I like Thor two. It's not on my bottom half of Mar- Marvel movies. Even I would yeah. say it's in my top half of Marvel movies. That's the one with the ether, right? Yeah, the ether. Yeah, yeah. 
and yeah. Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's so... No, uh, Natalie. I can't. Oh, Natalie Portman. You just hit the button. You just hit the Josh button. No, that's the best part about her. About the third Thor is I don't think she's in it. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, see, uh, it's like the it's like the first three Transformers without Wahlberg. Like I like them because Wahlberg's not in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Optimus. Oh. Uh, I like hey hey, Optimus I like your beard I like your beard Optimus I like your beard (laughs) so alright Alan I I don't understand why you don't like it I mean I hear you but I saw the trailer again today I I went to go see uh, I saw Baywatch today oh is that out already (laughs) yes so Gabby and I went to go see Baywatch today Um, incredibly crude pretty funny for what it is right Mm. um there's like a really there's like two very long dick joke scenes in this movie. So like I'm like a half an hour of the movie might be do- might might be dedicated to two dick jokes in Baywatch. Is it done but like don't... 21 Jump Street? Is it the same kind of tone where they take yeah, something yeah, campy it's... and then reimagine Definitely. it into a dirty comedy? Yeah, it's the same same idea as 21 Jump Street. Uh but not as not executed as well. Is The Rock lovable? Yes, because The Rock is never not lovable. <laughs> yeah, does he have his shirt off a lot? Yeah. Be specific. Very oiled. They do a lot of, uh, when his shirt's off, a lot of upper chest shots. And yeah, I stay yeah. Because, you know, his abs are not on point. I can give no, him, they're not. Him he's, got big, he's got big pecs, but it's not down yeah. there. But I think, uh, what's his name? Zach Efron is in it. Dude has got to be on the roids. There's no one looks like that in real life. That cat is jacked. It was like like veins like uh, like Wolverine style veins, man. Remember that that photo of Hugh Jackman where it looks like he hasn't drank water in like five days and his veins That's are all like popping. That's what I was gonna say. Out? I think someone needs to get Efron a fucking glass of water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was so it was scary. But anyways, my point is the the trailer for Thor was at the beginning of it. <laughs> and, oh. and I and I got to see it again on the big screen. I hadn't watched it in a little while. Um, it really, although it gives you like the main plot that the hammer goes away, you have no, I have no idea what else happens in the movie. Hmm. Except he ends up on this planet, and at some point he finds Hulk. But it doesn't give you anything. Like if you look at if you look at a lot of the other trailers, like the Spider Man trailer, mm-hmm. I think I've seen the whole Spider Man movie yeah. with the Homecoming trailer. But this trailer for Thor, I don't think I've seen the whole movie. I think I've seen, like, literally just a minute and a half of what's going to be in it. And Alan mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy earlier in this conversation, saying, you know, this reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy. I went to go see Guardians with Alan, like, two weeks ago. It came out here. Yeah. Uh, It came out here, like, a week after it came out in the States. So we went, hauled our ass on the train to go see this movie. On the train ride... It becomes blatantly clear that Alan is not a big fan of the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, and you want to talk about, like, like throw Mama from the train. Like, we were all just sitting there in a group like, what? The stairs, man. Oh, yeah. my goodness. What is universally agreed upon to be at least in everyone's top three favorite Marvel I would, movies. I think so. And this guy is putting it like it is la- it's like his like least favorite. They they were looking at me like I said, you know, that guy Mussolini, he's not half bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so that I without, can understand. Like, this <laughs> this this is insane. Um so 
what is it about the Guardians? So you guys saw it, Travis. I know you were hyped to see the second one, mm-hmm. right? I had a death You're excited boner, to see it. bringing it back all podcasts. <clears throat> you had the death bone on, uh, <laughs> Alan. So why didn't you like the first? Why didn't you like the first one? Well, for those same reasons, it just seemed it's too bubblegum. I mean, yeah, it's too. It's, it's like it came off a bazooka wrapper. Man. For all those same delicious reasons. <laughs> same, <laughs> and oh man, I don't know. I. I don't know, man. But from the beginning, I've never been a real Guardians fan. Now, I will say the yeah. second one I enjoyed more because I knew what to expect. So, you know, okay. I, I appreciated it. And I thought it I thought it had some good some good humor, and I think there was a lot more action. And, you know, it was – I enjoyed it a lot more than the first one. But I didn't really – I wasn't expecting the vibe that the first one put out. And uh, so – and. Uh, the fact that everybody loved it turned me off too. I was like, oh, everybody loves it. I hate <laughs> That's it. why I still haven't seen Titanic. I still haven't seen Titanic because uh, everybody's – Yeah, everybody see, everybody's seen Titanic and they love it. I've never seen it. I made a vow in 1997 mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to see it yeah. and I've stuck to it, guys. Chris is like that. Chris <laughs> Kimmy, he was on the show before and uh, he will not watch Game of Thrones because everybody loves Game of Thrones. And I'm like, Dude, I, can, awesome. I can see it. Yeah. I can watch it. I get that aspect if you're like 15. I remember like being into music and being like, I only listen to punk rock. No, this is really good. I don't care. I don't like it. I don't want to like it. And if Blink-182 becomes any more popular, I'm throwing out their CDs too. I don't care if people <laughs> like it or not. But then you grow up and then it's like, if everyone's watching something, it's like, that's got to be good, right? If everyone says Game of Thrones is good, Game of Thrones is good. Why wouldn't you watch it? I don't know. To be There's always those assholes who don't watch Star Wars, too. They're like, I've never seen Star Wars. And you're like, really? <laughs> nope. And now I'm not going to. Why? Because everyone tells me to see it, and they get upset, and I like it. It gives me a <laughs> That's personal really what satisfaction it is. that I cannot it gives explain. Me a death, it gives That's me the death bone. Yeah. I get a death bone when, people, <laughs> when, when I tell people I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so the tone was kind of a surprise when you saw the first one. You said you liked the second one better. Uh, Travis, what did you think of the second one? <clears throat> I um, I enjoyed it, but I didn't like it as much as the first one. I thought I, I thought in general the one of the things that I really liked about the first one was like these small moments of heart when like Rocket Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon, <laughs> Rocket Raccoon takes off his uh, uh, shirt and you see all the cybernetics yeah. and you have that look between him and Quill. Uh, when you have the Gamora headset scene, uh, when you have that opening scene between Quill and his uh, mother, his mom, I mean, yeah. there's just a, 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 some really kind of like beautiful, heartfelt moments, and then the jokes kind of fit in naturally. And this one, it feel it feel like everything that Alan didn't like about the first one, they just like turned up to eleven. Like they turn into, yeah. At one point, they're on this planet, and the um, this is not even a major spoiler, but the villains are bouncing up and down in the silhouette of the night, uh, <laughs> like like they're on trampolines. You know what part I'm talking about, yeah. Josh? Where there's yeah. like, the yeah. mines are exploding them into the air, and they're like, whoa, yeah, whoa, and I'm like, much, is this a Looney Tunes? It did, it did, it did take the silliest. It did take the silliness up. Yeah, it definitely yeah. did. Now, let me ask you guys a question. If you, I don't know if yeah. you've read the comics. Does the, do the movies hold up compared to in, 
compared to the comics? Do they still keep the t integrity that the comics... Uh, well, this uh, is like a weird... The original, the only original one who's in the original, like, if you go back and read the old ones, is Yondu. Yep. Like, he's really the only original, like, member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They brought it back in, like, the... There's, like, a early 2000s run, I think. I read I that. Can't, I can't... Um, that I think is has got some of these characters in it, and there you know there's they're out now, and the the characters now in the comic book are essentially the movie characters, mm -hmm. right? Right. Because they, they they it was a rotating team of people, and in the movie, yeah. the second movie, you know Stallone's character and all of them, yeah, they are the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, um, yeah. So the, the characters the guy the with the, the Finn, yeah, yeah. Oh, which was, was a cool. badass scene. He was cool in this one, man. I like yeah. him. Yeah, I, like I think he was the best part of this one. Oh yeah, dude. Totally how agree. pumped was Michael Rooker to be told like, "Hey, you're gonna be a major part of Guardians 2. This is a guy yeah. who's been taking like small character roles his whole career. Like even way back in like Mallrats, like he yeah. played the yeah. dad in Mallrats, and like yeah. the guy who played the dad in Mallrats is now in this. Like major character in the biggest summer blockbuster so far. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't look. He looks younger than he did then. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's well, like you know, makeup. it's a makeup work in the gym. Will do that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> looks like a smurf. jacked up smurf. What about you, Josh? Yeah. What'd you think? You know, I really liked it. I think the same. I think the same thing. It wasn't as good as it wasn't as good as the first one, um, but it was still fun. And I think like. When you go and you, like, every part of the Marvel Universe plays, like, a different role, right? Um, the Captain America is always a little more serious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, especially Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was, like, a really serious sort of, it like... Was. It was. intense. Yeah, espionage movie. Um, Ant-Man played, like, an almost a straight comedy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know? Mm -hmm. uh, and then... Thor is always Thor is always that that's that fantasy sort of vein. So every movie has its own little genre, and this is like the wacky mm -hmm. wacky space opera, and it fits. That's what it does. It, it it it's the least. It's the movie that takes itself the least seriously, or at least the franchise that takes itself the least serious seriously. Like there is an actual character named Taserface in yeah. the comic books. And they spent a really long extended scene making fun of this guy's name. And it's good, you know, because they're they're able to kind of poke fun at themselves, you know. Uh, but it's it, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I, I don't think it was as good as the first one, but it was an enjoyable movie. I had fun at it. You know, I know why it, I know why it makes a bunch of money, because you don't need to know anything else about Marvel to go see it. Yeah, it's just, it can stand alone. But I, I see what Alan was talking about at the same time when you look at a trailer like Thor. It, mm -hmm. You know, number two kind of number one was it was fantasy, but not as much as number two. But it, it seems like there's like a lot of campiness in the trailer for Ragnarok that yeah. you didn't necessarily see a whole. It, it, which reminds you of Guardians. So I actually like how Marvel movies have their separate kind of niche genres. The problem yeah. is, is Marvel going to chase the money and start taking like what they believe are the successful ingredients of huge blockbusters like Guardians? And trying to shoehorn that into like Captain America more, and all of a sudden everything just becomes a slightly little bit more goofy, a slightly bit more bubblegum, corny, campy—all those delicious critiques. 
Yeah, it, it, they they might. Um, it doesn't look like Spider Man's going to play that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Thor is your way into the cosmic universe, right? I, I think Thor's our way in, and so that that's why you're seeing that space universe more, right? Like you had spaceships and laser guns in Thor two, yeah. and so I think in the third one. They're taking you to space so you can see how the Guardians will fit into the rest of the world. And so Thor's acting like a bridge because I don't think any of his movies have been phenomenal movies, you know? And so I think they feel that they can play with that in a way that they wouldn't have played with Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because he can carry a serious side in the the goofy space world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. God damn, I want some Silver Surfer. Can we get some Silver Surfer oh, up silver in the frame? Surfer. I mean, we have Guardians, you have Thor going into space. It seems like... You can't, because should, Fox owns it. I know, it. there should be a Silver Surfer in here. We're seeing all these cool things done in space. Can a, totally. can a brother get a, a Silver a Surfer? Oh my a Gale- well, that's the problem, is you've got Fox, because Marvel sold off all those rights, Fox has Galactus, they've got Silver Surfer, they've got they have the Kree. Like you can't or no, they have the scroll. Scroll. You can't even you can't even get the scroll in any of these movies. No which are like scroll? a giant No, because it's like a giant Avengers enemy, and they're like, yeah, no, we can't do that one. That's why you get Claw. That's why we're gonna get Claw. And uh he's gonna be in Black Panther, right? Yeah. I love I love how like I'm I'm looking forward to uh to Black Panther. And I love the idea that the villain is like a like a, a white South African dude who's like a terrible guy <laughs> is going to be the villain for Black Panther. Like it's just like oh, I like the time. yeah, I like I like the commentary. It's good. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Speaking of Black Panther, oh, here we go. Here we go. All week long, I've been hearing this. So big news in the uh, comic uh, sphere. I did a um, uh, ancestry.com test. You know, the DNA yeah. test where you send your DNA out there. And uh-huh. I got my results back, which is pretty much, you know, on par. It's like 75% Great Britain, 8% Irish, 10% Scandinavian. Uh, but if you look down, there's another <laughs> subgroup where it says other categories. And there's like two categories for others. And it says 1% African. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Aren't we all 1% African? Nope. I think like not unless you, you get your ancestry ancestry.com DNA results. Do not try I, to <laughs> assimilate into my culture until you got the paperwork <laughs> to prove it, brother. I've been saying this shit all week. <laughs> I, I I think we can all trace ourselves back to uh stop, probably the middle stop the it, Middle Josh. East. I told and, you that yesterday. I was like everybody's got African in them. Some more than yeah. us. Yeah. But this cat right here thinks he's full-on Nubian. Why <laughs> Why are you, you trying to take this away from me? I just ordered a shit ton of Black Panther comics. <laughs> this fridge is full of chicken. You can I did still not read finish, them. Can... I did not finish Luke Cage, but now I as I have to go back and finish that. It is your you didn't finish Luke Cage? No. He couldn't feed in like it. I didn't like it, but now i got to go back and watch it. And i got to watch Dear White People, too. Uh, don't Probably the Get Out. You gotta watch that. And my favorite lethal out. weapon member was always Mel Gibson, but now I gotta reconsider that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I gotta go with Danny Glover. I'm full on, brother. 
Yeah, I might, I might be coming back home sooner than I expected. <laughs> all you're all you're saying now is like I'm too old for this shit. That's all you keep saying. <laughs> brought me a, for my birthday. Brought me a lethal weapon shirt, and that's what it says. I'm too old for this shirt. So yeah, I'm too old for this shirt. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's good. Uh, so I have a I have a question for you guys. All right. Uh, today, since I'm on break and break started, we are super far behind on every superhero show, mm. right? So we're, I'm catching up on The Flash today. I'm catching up on The Flash today. So I want to check in. Alan, you're here. It's another person. I know Travis doesn't watch anything anymore. Yeah. I do. I watch all the great shows. I watch American <laughs> all Gods. I'm watching watch American Gods. Who's on that? How is American Gods? Oh, How is it's American fantastic. Gods? It's my favorite show out right now. I don't have but, stars, so I haven't watched it. Oh, you don't have stars? No. I don't have cable. <laughs> I know, I know. All right, so, Alan, yeah. what, are you, what are you watching, buddy? What are, you, what are you watching? Oh, man, I'm watching Flash, Supergirl, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is my absolute favorite this season. I love Agents really? of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I, I, okay, no, I, that's good. Keep going. What else are you watching? What? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna come back to that. <laughs> there, there are some aspects I don't like, but you, sir, know. are an enigma. <laughs> it's weird, right? It's weird. But see, how awesome is it that we can come together with our with our differences and still? Be That's right, my friend. So I guess so. <laughs> just as long as you're not watching, are you watching Gotham? Don't tell me you're watching no, Gotham. No, 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 no. I don't give a shit about Bruce Wayne. No, good. I, I'm glad we can all agree that nobody is watching Gotham. No Tra- Travis, you're not watching Gotham, are you? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> good, good. What's so, that show? I'm sorry. What's that show that no. they were watching? The superhero show that we watched like the one episode. Oh, um, I actually watched Powerless. Episode. Yes, Powerless. Powerless. Yes. yes. It got canceled. It got oh, canceled. Of course God. it did. Thank it got pulled off the that air. Was a pile of garbage. Right in the middle of their filming, like they're filming the fifth episode, and they're like, uh, "Everybody, we got to turn the lights off." <laughs> they just hit the switch. <laughs> Click. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was. Um, so, Travis, you've fallen off the wagon. You were watching Flash. Yeah, it was. What happened? What What got you to step away? One. It's been a busy year. <laughs> is the loneliest number. Uh, it's been a busy year. So at, in the fall, like I didn't have uh, like t- a TV or computers to really watch stuff or internet. Or I moved into the house, and that's when Flash got started up again. And so I did watch like the first five episodes of Flash, but it's tough. It's it was I just didn't find it as engrossing as the first and second season. And mm-hmm. then Alan got me into Supergirl, and so I started watching, which I had never really watched before, only the pilot episode. And so I started, yeah. I watched most of the first season, just kind of binged it, but I hate yeah. Jimmy Olsen so much that I just yeah. like, unless yeah. they kill off this character, I don't know if I can watch this show. Coming in here, licking his lips all the time. I'm sorry, my brother, but like, I'm just saying. <laughs> don't watch, then don't watch the second season. Don't watch yeah. the second season. Don't watch He's a big part it. of it. Oh, hail to the end. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like Arrow, I used to be a big fan of that, but everyone has been telling me like, don't even bother. Oh man, this season I stopped. I stopped the season. Did you I, did you watch the season, Alan? 
No, I, I never got into Arrow. I never got into him. But I did get into uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I love Legends of Tomorrow. I watched the first season. I liked the first season of Legends Tomorrow. I didn't watch. What happened is then every show is on CW. And so, like, my week, if I want to wa- keep up on these shows, I've got to watch Arrow, mm-hmm. The Flash, exactly. Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. Right. And that's, like, four hours of television. Right. And, I like, it would have to be on a weekend because I don't have enough weeknights to do that. Yeah, that's what and I was like, saying. Like, I missed stuff because I didn't watch Arrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I I gave up everything but the Flash, and we were kind of behind on the Flash. We caught up, and then we took like a month off, and now we're we're trying to catch back up and watching it. Um, but I gave up on the I gave up on the Arrow because I hated Arrow having a giant team of people with him. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. and like people that like Ragman and. Uh, <laughs> And like Mr. Tr- I think Mr. Terrific, and the dude's only got he's got a real shallow bench of villains. I mean, <laughs> you got to start pulling out some deep cuts. If you're no, those are like up. his team. Those are his teammates. Oh, he has like a he's like a team of people now of like Darkwing superheroes Darkwing with them. <clears throat> what Darkwing Duck? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Darkwing Duck's on there. That's who, the, that's who the villain was. This no, and the villain was like another. Here's okay. So this is my problem with both the Flash and the Arrow. The villain this season again on the Arrow was another dude with a bow and arrow. Yeah. yeah. I like archers. I think we've established this in continuity. My favorite <laughs> element of any fantasy story is always the archer. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but when it's an archer versus an archer, it just gets old. It's pretty lame. Are you saying they're arch rivals? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> then, and, and then on the flash, like That's it's another cool. speedster. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the time travel stuff this season. The time travel stuff has been kind of cool, but having another like really fast guy be his enemy again, and now I just found out who it is, and so I'm kind of like, okay, well now I, now that I know that's who it is, I got to find out why, right? It's like, a, it's like I just, a Street Fighter when you have to fight your shadow character. It's like Blanca yeah. versus Blanca. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then there was and then I just watched an episode where they run into he goes to the future. And he finds emo Barry Allen. <laughs> and so, you guys remember Spider-Man 3? You remember yeah, Spider-Man yes. 3? With emo Toby Maguire? Love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, there's emo Barry Allen in the year, like, 2024. And it's ju- it's like, he looks just as stupid and as dumb. Yes, <laughs> and, like, and he talks lower. His voice is lower for some reason. Like, <laughs> I'm... I'm seven years in the future, Barry Allen. <laughs> so he's, he's got to talk just a little lower and have shitty hair. That's, let me, that's what let me ask you guys this uh, about yeah. these shows. Since it sounds like we're keeping some, we're dropping some. I remember when they started, I remember back in five or six years ago when they started these shows. Uh, and it was so cool to see like Green Arrow on TV or The Flash on TV that you didn't want to not watch for fear that at any moment the show's going to get canceled. So it's like you had to give it the love so that it get canceled. But now that there's so many superhero shows out there, do I don't feel guilty about not watching a bunch of them because I'm like... Yeah. Before, the old me was like, I owe it. I got I to gotta talk about this show. I've got to give it a chance. I got to write it out because who knows how long this comic TV shows are going to last. But now I'm okay with... Stepping aside on a lot of these shows and being like, that's not my thing. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. 
Yeah. I, I would agree with you. I agree. I, I'm happy we're at an age now where these characters can be realized because they've been do, trying to do it for decades and they've just yeah. been such a disappointment, you know. If they can just get the this, the technology to match up with the storyline and the writing, you know, cause yeah. they have all this great technology and CGI and all these things that we can do, but then they they crap out on the, the other elements, the story and, you know, Flash is one of those that, like, I watched it till the end because I, I came this far, you know. And yeah. I would say at the, when we got to the end, they were going for this big shock value, and it just wasn't, you know. It just, it just to me, it just teetered out. It got lame and redundant, and, yeah. you know, it, it, it wasn't thrilling. I hope they step it up in the next one, but the way it ended, it didn't seem like the next season was going to be anything great, you know, to look forward to. Yeah. But, you know, and I think the same thing, like, so we, we've talked about every one of the Marvel Netflix shows, right? Yeah. And I'm, Iron Fist was like a disappointment, but for like a variety of reasons, like it was good. And I think had it been the first one that was on, I probably would have liked it more. But after you had like such a really good season at Daredevil and Jessica Jones was really good. And then it just like, like the bar was set really high and it like Iron Fist didn't match that bar, but I'm still going to watch Defenders, man. Like there's just something about like, and then, then it's only like 12 episodes or I think, I think uh, Defenders is only going to be eight or 10. And so I'm like, oh yeah, I can do, I can watch eight episodes, right? I think what's killing me on these CW shows is the 24 episode God, thing. Such a commitment. Yeah. If you're watching five of those shows, I mean, that's like over 150 episodes of television you have to watch a year. And if you're watching it live, I mean, you're watching all those commercials too. Just the the brain atrophy that would would come with that. I I get – I understand why – I understand why that formula or that format's around on regular television, right? But you would think that CW could go, you know what? We could take our budget for these two shows for for the Arrow and for Flash, if that's what. And we could combine them together, yeah. And just do like two twelve up, like the first half of the year is Arrow, second half of the year is Flash. In the middle, they meet, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Or maybe like they meet twice in the beginning and twice at the end. You know what I mean? And you, and you tell like two, like uh, two big stories. And I think I'd be more apt to stick with the whole thing if it were. 12 episodes instead of 24. It's just really hard to watch 24 episodes. And now they're bringing on, is it Black Lightning is the one they're doing? Yes. Yeah. And so, like, it's like one more show. And if that one's connected, then I feel like, well, I've got to watch that one so I don't miss something for when they all cross over. (laughs) And, like, it's like they're running into the same thing they had with comics in the 90s. When they try (laughs) to bring in all these titles and connect the continuity. That's where comics got in troubles in the 90s. And that's why storylines started being shitty, because you had to write to the continuity and not write to the yeah. character. Right. Write yourself in a corner. Yeah, and I used to be a slave. I used to be like a continuity snob. Like, I love the X-Men, because you could, like, trace it back, and, and, oh, this character was here, and he's now he's on this mountaintop. That's why he's not in this team. Oh, and this yeah. when something was out of place, I'm like, how can Wolverine be in the Avengers and the X-Men? <laughs> Dear Stanley, I am an unhappy customer. Uh, and that, I think, added to the implosion of the comic book industry because it just became 
a slave to marketing and continuity. And it wasn't until the bubble burst and then these uh, writer uh, writers came in and became king and they started building back these characters from nothing and not tying it to continuity. So I think at some point the TV-verse is going to have that same... It's gonna have that that same look in the mirror and that same heart to heart with themselves. But but I think like here's what happened: like Supergirl was not in continuity, right? It was his own thing on CBS, yeah. and then CBS is like, "Well, we can't maintain this thing." And then CW is like, "No, we'll eat it up and we'll put it in with our continuity and we'll play with it." And so it got dragged into continuity. Something that was separate got pulled in, and they wanted you know that they were so close to getting um, what's the other one that uh, Constantine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were so close to like getting Constantine too that you would have had. I mean, he shows up on an episode of The Arrow. Yeah, I like and, and I like Constantine. I do too. I thought it was, I thought it was good. It was a good show. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> we all agree on something. Woo! <laughs> Did you watch that? Uh, the, um, the Justice League Dark. Yeah, Justice Dark League Dark. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I did not see it yet. I did not oh. see it. Was it good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. The story was really good. The animation was a little bit too anime for me. Yeah, um, yeah that's what it looked like. It was a little, it was a little boxy with like big doughy manga eyes, uh, but the story was good. It was real yeah. adult and real dark. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Etrigan. I love Etrigan. Ever since he was like on Batman in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. He's on an. He was. He was on an episode of. Uh, oh, what was he just on? Uh, Justice League. One of the some. Uh, not recently, but. Renner and I like we're rewatching uh, Justice League Unlimited, and I think he's on an episode of Justice League Unlimited or something like that. Yeah, Justice League Unlimited is one of my favorites just because there's so many characters. I, every episode is different characters. It's yeah, fun. It's like a buffet, man. It's like, oh my god, it's so much, so much to eat. And you're like, who's White Dove? Who's this yeah, guy? Yeah. Why is this? <laughs> what does he do? Do you think these people who do like these cartoons and these shows that it is like? Open up a long wa- a long box like an old and just blow off dust. Like, all right, I need a character. Hmm. Batmite. <laughs> yeah, oh, Batmite. That's like that's not even that deep of a cut. These guys go to like they pull out the wrinkled loose page at the bottom of the long box. They uncurl it and they're like, ooh, the the fart master. How delightfully I mean. silly. I tell my students, I say, I, I think kids, if I had superpowers, I would be like the the one that got like the lame power. You know, there's always that one with like mine would be like to make leaves fall and cause people to have severe hay fever. You know, <laughs> have to pop a Claritin before they fight. <laughs> hay fever is a badass name, though. Yeah. Everyone will bow before the might of hay fever. <laughs> I hope you brought your Claritin. Ah. <laughs> Batman has to get like allergy shots before yeah. he goes in. I don't like needles. He's pulling tissues out of his out of his utility belt to blow his nose. <laughs> oh no, my weakness. <laughs> my kryptonite. Kleenex. How did you know? Uh, <laughs> the whole episode, he's just at the local school. I am the knight. <laughs> I'm, sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I can not get that. Uh, activate bat the blue. <laughs> None of his gadgets work because they're all voice automated. He's like, damn it. Why did I go, why did I go wireless? <laughs> I just I didn't want to have to touch any buttons. These gloves, there's no feedback in them. I can't use them. 
Now, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Going back yeah. to continuity, I yeah. always felt uh, DC at this point is feeling like, all right, Marvel is kicking butt with the whole like connecting storylines and characters and stuff. So we got to do the same thing. So they're in their in their attempt to 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 copy that. They're rushing everything, or they're like in they're the movie verse. In the in the movie yeah, verse. In the movie verse, they're trying to do the yeah. same thing in the. Oh, sorry. In the in the TV verse, as as well as with uh, uh, Batman versus Superman, like they just yeah. they just started rushing into the Justice League. You know, like all of a yeah. sudden, oh wait, here's here's you know Aquaman and blah blah. Just threw everything into one movie and didn't make any sense because they're feeling like, oh my goodness, we have to catch up with Marvel, who's been developing those storylines for a decade yeah. you know yeah and now they're trying to rush everything into a couple of years and to me it's totally screwing up the entire dc universe on television and in the movies i think i think in the movies like i would have wanted to see i wanted another superman movie i didn't want batman versus superman yeah. i wanted another man of steel movie i because you didn't get to see him be uh clark kent Right. Right? right. He's not really Clark Kent and all of Man of Steel. And he's not really Clark Kent in uh, in Batman versus Superman either. And I think that's that play of him trying to be a normal person and deal with that right. is far more interesting, I think, than Batman, his struggle to hide who he is through Bruce Wayne. Right. right, right. I and but we didn't get that. And that was, that was kind of a bummer. I, I wanted to see that. But I think you're right. I think I don't like. You've, I've seen arguments online where they're like, no, this is the perfect way to do it. You know, you get them all together and then you get to spin them off into doing their own stories and stuff like that. But the problem is, is that, like, you can't just – they've decided not to just join them as a team and just go, we're just going to do a Justice League movie. Right, right. And we're not, we're not going to do origin stories. We're just going to – they're just there. Right. If, I, think, I think had they done that, it would have been better. But I feel like they're like, well, we're going to do this story, and in this story, we're going to bring them all together right. and fight a major villain, and then we'll spin them off into their own stories. Right. Right. And and that's where I think that's where I think uh, Batman versus Superman fell apart is because there were just too many tangents, too right? Like you had to tell me the story of Batman, you had to tell me the story of Lex Luthor, you had to tell me the story of like Doomsday, Doomsday. like all of these things had to. You had to find them all in there when you could have just given me a Superman movie or just right. given me a Batman movie. And they threw an apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the same and movie. We're just we're gonna get them. We're gonna get them all in yeah. there. I think it doesn't make an, sense. An approach that might work for DC for at least one movie is it's a different paradigm as far as the characters and the stories. You know, DC has always been like the characters have always been godlike figures, right? Yeah. Uh, it, Say what you would about, about Batman might be the exception, but even he is almost elevated. No, he's, inf- he's infallible, yeah. man. Yeah. He's got a gadget for everything, and he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah, right. Like so, he's, he's, he's elevated to gods, and they've made that that reference into like as part of like his storyline. Right? Is like, yeah. am I a god or am I the protector of man against gods? That was my Nick Cage yeah. Batman. That's pretty much it. <laughs> it was, it was more like SNL's a, version of Nick Cage. I'm more like a god yeah. protector. Um, I like that. That was good. So it's almost like, can you have a DC movie that's not the main characters are ordinary citizens that, you know, and then the gods appear. So it's a Wonder Woman movie, 
but Wonder Woman is still is like the god status. They keep they keep trying to try to humanize these godlike characters, but they're not doing a good job at it. You know, Wonder Woman looks really good, and the buzz for it's been really good. So I I think it comes out next week. I think I'm going to see it next week. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but everything. yeah, <laughs> so you know, I, you guys get paid more than I do to teach, <laughs> but I get everything. I get yeah, one, we also make everything. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get Wonder Woman a couple weeks early, uh, but like <laughs> I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. I think she's probably the easiest one to humanize. Yeah, because although she has like, although she has godlike powers, her like responsibilities are humanist. You know what I mean? Like her responsibilities to like to protect what's going on. Like she's trying to protect her hometown. You know, like the mystery yeah. and all that. Uh, I think she's probably the probably the most relatable one. <laughs> Except, but they just the didn't actress. give us Clark Kent. Why would you put? I why? think. The actress is like dead in the eyes. I don't. She's supposed to be this relatable character. I don't know. Maybe in her own movie she can bring it. But in Batman versus Superman, it, she seemed kind of I, like not I, I think, at all. Yeah. I think that was Zack Snyder, man. I think Zack Snyder just can't. He. I don't. I don't <laughs> think he's a Zack good writer. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't think he's a good writer. I don't think he like she. That's a thing. Like she is. She, she was shoehorned into that movie. Yeah. And and so I you know like although she was probably one of the coolest parts of the movie though That's like when true. she comes to yeah. when she comes to fight Doomsday that part oh, was yeah. badass and that Wonder Woman um, theme yeah <laughs> but but I I don't know like I I think her movie's gonna be good and you can only hope that that kind of like I guess I I guess you don't have to hope right like. Yeah. Warner Brothers movies of DC don't have to be success. I mean, they're going to make it. It's going to make a ton of money no matter what. Definitely. You know, it seems like DC. It's going to be very telling because either way, if it makes if it goes huge, then yeah. DC is going to go into all the, their current productions and start tinkering. What mm-hmm. worked? Why do they like? Why do they like Wonder Woman? Change it in Aquaman. Change it in Justice League. If it doesn't work, they're going to go in and start tinkering. We got to. I mean, you know. They just, yeah. Every time, they don't they don't take a failure as a failure. They take a failure as now we need to change everything. So with, with every movie that comes out, they now go in and tinker with the rest. And I think Marvel gives the directors of their movies uh, a little bit more like this is your thing. I don't know that that's true. Oh. I I think Marvel came up with a they came up with a blueprint and they've stuck with it. I don't think DC has a their blueprint was whatever Zack Snyder wanted to do. And I, and I don't think it was it wasn't controlled by like DC Comics people. Right? Oh, okay. The Marvel the Marvel stuff was controlled by Marvel Comics people. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Joke and so and yeah. Yeah, and so it so it had a it had a you know a, a a standard way of being done and I think they're like you know who makes a cool movie? Zack Snyder does like he <laughs> made Watchmen. Suck a punch. <laughs> <laughs> Watchmen was good, and so they like the dude made a shot for shot remake of Watchmen. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just uh, like I'm not, I'm not trying to like out. Watchmen is a quintessential comic book. I won't, I won't deny that. But he just made a shot for shot movie of three hundred, and. <laughs> and and uh, Watchmen, 
it's not like he he like created a new story for that character. Right. It was his his there. comic book movies were already there. Yeah. yeah, same with he did Sin City too, right? The first one. Did he do Sin? No, I don't think he did Sin City. Did no. he? I don't know. Maybe no. it's very Zack Snydery, probably. But like all of his stuff, he just had the storyboard already done, and he's like, "Oh, that's good shot. I'll do that." <laughs> right? I'll throw and some money at it. If you throw enough money at a, at a at a still frame, you can make that kind yeah. of life. Yeah, and that's what he did. Word. And and like that's what, but that's what that's what Batman versus Superman felt like. It felt like a bunch of vignettes that that didn't really have any tying together. They were just like, "Oh, this shit would look cool. This is gonna look cool." Yeah, he took several <laughs> stories, several books, and put them into one movie. And Doomsday is one of my favorite characters, and they just totally fucked him up. He, he looked like a troll him. from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he looked like a troll from Lord of the Rings. His his origin is just oh man, hey. Uh, I can't even. When when I got the Batman, I mean the uh, Superman versus Doomsday comic when I was a kid, uh-huh. it was the greatest thing in the world. It was the Travis and I. Travis and I read that last year before Batman versus Superman came out. Yeah. We reread it, and it it holds up, it man. Holds up. Like that first scene where he's just punching. All you see is Doomsday's fist, fist punching yeah. the rock. You're like, that's how a Doomsday character needs to be introduced in the movie. You just hear like, boom. And you see the crush. Yeah. Boom. And then he like bursts out and kills a bird. And you're like, ooh, he yeah. killed a bird maliciously. Well, like it lands on his hand, right? He it lands on his hand. And then also there's a crush. It was – it still holds up, man. It still holds up. It's cheesy because it's – I mean it's written – it's a 90s comic book. So it really has that 90s sort of feel to it. But that introduction of Doomsday is great. They could have taken was, any one of those stories and made it into a movie. You know what I mean? Like they could have had Superman versus Doomsday movie. They could have had, you know, a movie where they they introduced the Justice League characters. They could have had a movie where they have, uh, uh, you know, the threat of uh, apocalypse and all of that. But they just took every little part and just threw it into a movie. For a lot of people, they they're like, what the hell is this? There's no explanation for anything. It's just, hey, here you yeah. go, bam, just drop it on the plate. I didn't ask for yeah. chicken wings. I wanted. Potatoes. You're getting chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, you're getting chicken wings, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. It it just seems like they threw I like I want to hold judgment on Wonder Woman because the 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 previews for Batman versus Superman never looked like a good movie. They always looked like well they're throwing every damn thing they can at it. The previews for Wonder Woman look like they have a cohesive story they're telling, and so I'm like, okay, I, I can, I'll, I'll bite, I'll do that, right? I'm into that. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm hoping they pull it out. But I mean, we saw Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was, oh man. And I, but I, wanted, still, that, I wanted that to be so good. I, I wanted that to, to be so I good. But they made so much money off of it. They don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Josh. Can, so sad. They don't care. They don't care, they man. They don't care, man. They're like, nah, it's all right. We can throw crap up there, and people like you and I and Alan will go see it. There are so <laughs> many great storylines of these characters in comics. If you don't, if you can't write an original good script, go and take a storyline. Do the long Halloween. Do whatever, <laughs> anything that they're doing on All-Star Batman now. Do anything that Zack Snyder wrote. Just take that. Scott, and make Scott it a movie. Snyder. Scott, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Thank you. That's Zack Snyder. Scott. Oh, Scott's the upset. one who knows Josh what he's doing. <laughs> so, guys, I think I think we've probably rattled on a whole lot. What do we got here? Yeah, man, we're we got about ten minutes to pumpkin. But, but I want to talk but, about. Uh, that's what I was going to say. What's, Comic-Con, what's our baby? wrap up? 
Yeah, Phoenix Comic Con is right now, this very weekend. Oh, uh, Dr. It. Dan, our pal Dr. Dan, invited me to go, and I was like, I'm not going, dude. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go because we're going to Vegas Con, yeah. right? We're going to Amazing Comic Con Vegas and, and just oh, a few weeks. So and so I didn't want to, like, I knew I was going to spend money. If I went to Phoenix, like, I can tell myself that I'm just going to buy a ticket and look around. But that's not going to happen. Your little nerd inside oh. of you is like, yes, just buy one ticket. It's fine. We won't buy. I'll just browse. Your inner person well, is Jewish. And then Dr. Dan was like, hey, man, no, come meet, for, meet me for lunch if you want. And then if you want, I'll just give you my badge and you can go check it out. You can just go look around. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't buy the ticket. But then in my head, that justifies me then spending $60 <laughs> on stuff, right? <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, I didn't pay the 40 bucks for the ticket, so I can... Like. Dost thou tempt me, Satan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I did not go. But there was a serious issue that happened on the very first day of con. Uh, that... I love this. I love this. <laughs> so a dude came to hurt the police. I don't know all the ins and outs. Travis, did you actually... You were in Japan, but you know more about I it read than the, I, I read the story. I was, all right, I was, so... Like, I, I won't follow politics. I'm like, it's Phoenix Comic Con. Time to get to surfing the webs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this guy came in to Phoenix Comic Con, uh, and he was dressed as the Punisher. He had actual body armor on him. Um, yeah. And he had a shotgun and, like, six handguns. Like, a real shotgun? Yeah, a real, real shotgun. shotgun and six Arizona's hands, yeah. an open carry. I don't know if you can carry a shotgun, but you can't carry anything into the con. Like, no yeah. real weapons in there. But I think six guns is a bit much. It's like the Matrix. Yeah. So anyways, the guy doesn't make it far. He's arrested. And you can actually hear his arraignment uh, or sentencing bail. I'm not sure what the technical term for that is. Where they're reading off all his charges. Yeah. And apparently he went in there to, quote, kill the bad cops. And... He's the Punisher. And to kill... One specific person at Comic Con. Who? Uh, Jason David Frank or Jason Frank David, who is the Green Power Ranger. He says, Why? I came in to kill bad cops and then the Green Power Ranger from the, ni- the 90s TV show, not the current what's, movie. What's his beef with the Green Power Ranger? I don't know, but I am fascinated and I won't stop until I figure this out. It means. That means he has to be like in the court. He's like, um, and what were your intentions? My intentions were to kill the, the bad cops and the Green Power Ranger. <laughs> I can just I, see him making his way through the crowds as a Punisher. You know, like the trench coat flopping. Music, he's playing music in his head, and the Green Power Rangers is sitting on there. It's like, do, 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 do. And it cuts back to him. Boom, I'm coming for you. <laughs> 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 it doesn't make any sense to me. It is it scary, make any sense though, to me. that someone brings those kind of guns into those crowds like that. Yeah. He got, he got, uh, and he got far into the crowds. Like, he got enough into the crowd to do damage. Yeah, and, and so they changed their security stuff right away. I guess it was a real – I guess Friday the lines were super long. Uh, my daughter went on Friday. Her and her girlfriend went, uh, and they they waited a pretty good amount of time to get in. But I guess they were really long in the morning. Uh, and then they weren't as I guess they weren't as bad today. I guess they had they had their stuff together today. But, it, you know, that con is a pretty open yeah. place, man. Yeah, like once you get past a couple parts, it's pretty easy to get where you like 
there's a lot of open stuff. If you don't want to go into the building, there's a lot of like people watching you can do and just like cruise the like you see a ton of people and you don't even have to go in the event. Um, but I guess they blocked some of that off too. You could only get onto certain parts if you had a badge now and. See, that's so, what happens. I hate that shit because that was one of the cool things about Phoenix Con is how open it was. And if you didn't want to buy a ticket and just have a beer and people watch, you could do it. But now yeah. when things like this happen, that's when they have to put things on lockdown, man. Yeah. So Dan Dan, uh, Dan was he, – uh, he and I were going to meet up today for lunch down there. Um, but then he texted me yesterday and he's like, don't come down, man. He's like, it's nuts down here. Like the lines are crazy long. Don't even bother coming down. And I was like, okay, I figured it was going to, after that, because after that dude, like, it didn't stop anybody from going, right? Yeah, apparently So, um, but it just made everything, I mean, Phoenix Con has had some issues with, like, getting your badge and long lines and getting in before. Um, And so I'm sure that this only this only seemed to make it worse. But it looked like they got their stuff handled pretty quickly. I guess it it worked out better today. I'm sure tomorrow Sunday is always the best day to go. But I don't think there's a Dark Horse booth. So why would you go if Dark Horse isn't going to put all of their uh, all of their graphic novels off? Yeah. Oh man, (laughs) one year was it two years ago we went? I bought bought, a bunch of Dark Horse. Oh. But so much stuff. I was like, I should not have bought all of these. As I have like eight books, <laughs> eight eight dark horse graphic novels. I paid like five bucks a piece they're for all them. They're hardcover. Like, you can't get this like, anymore. Yeah. We're not shipping these back. And, <laughs> like, and well, that's the problem. Is dark horse? A lot of their books, all of their books are like a bunch of them are hardcover. Hard mm-hmm. They like beca- because they're they don't they got to make money somehow with like a prestige format or whatever it is, and so. They're always usually oversized, and they're and a ton of them are hardcover, uh, so they're always more money. And so when I can get them for less, when Dark Horse is gonna give me the big cheap on them, I'll get them. Now, now remind me, what is some popular Dark Horse? Uh, Hellboy, like Hellboy, uh, any of the Hellboy stuff. Uh, Matt Kind has a couple has a couple books out through them. Uh, it's a lot. Like they have a good a good bunch of indie stuff that I'll always grab. Shaolin Cowboy. They have you ever have you ever read have you ever read Shaolin Cowboy, Alan? I've never read it, but I've heard. Funny. You should. I'm going to tell if you just want pretty stuff to look at. Yeah. Sh- like pretty in a disgusting way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the one I bought was fantastic. It's like Shaolin Cowboy, and it's like just a thousand naked zombies, and he's like killing them with two chainsaws on the end of a giant pole. You had me at naked zombies. <laughs> and he's like he's like spinning this pole around, and it's literally five pages. Of him spinning this pole around and just mowing down <laughs> zombies. Nice. It is nice. it is great. Nice. You know what else is great? Hmm. It's about to be the summer of read, my friend. It is, Vegas man. Con. We got the summer read list coming up. Ooh, it's gonna be good. I think our next book is next weekend. Next weekend is our first summer read. Right? Correct. And we are reading Red Sun. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna kick it off with a alternate universe Superman story. Nice. Um, I'm about halfway through it right now. I'm about halfway through it. I picked it up uh, and I'm reading that one. We're gonna read Red Sun. Then we've got like a bye week because you're traveling, right? Yeah, I think we do variant then bye week. Okay, variant then bye week, and then uh, we're Let's gonna be at Vegas. My and we're... itinerary. <laughs> Ooh, we're doing we're doing Vegas Con. We're gonna read All Star Batman in Vegas at Vegas Con. Yep. And then we're going to do the we're going to do the Vegas Con challenge. 
we have four people going to VegasCon, and each of us are going to find the most ridiculous thing we can find. Ridiculous and we're going to make issue. everybody the most ridiculous issue we can find. Oh, nice. And everybody has to read everybody's pick, and we're going to talk, and we're going to decide who picked the best one. Yep. Nice. And I'm curious to see, like, I don't want to discuss what our ideas are, are the best. I don't want to know what our criteria is for what makes the best pick. I won't I know just, mine until I see it. <laughs> right? Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for that. That's going to be fun. Uh, then what else is on the list, man? What else are we reading? We're reading a whole bunch of stuff, yeah. man. We're reading we can, uh, how to officially get the list and we'll post yeah. it on Twitter. How to, how to talk to girls at parties, uh, unfollow. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Uh, so we've got a good list of books, guys. We're going to check out. Remember that you can find us on Twitter at Comic Exposure. All of our old episodes uh, and our reading lists and stuff like that get posted over at the website www.comicexposure.com. You can go back and listen to uh, the last episode we did. Uh, you can go ahead and listen to uh, that way. You can like bookmark it, find the future episodes. If you listen to us on iTunes, if you could give us a beautiful review, we'd appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I am pulling the boot crate winner uh, mm. this week on Twitter. So uh, oh. the boot crate winner goes up this week on Twitter. Uh, so if you're listening now, uh, I may have already pulled it, uh, but we're gonna we're, I'm gonna give away a, we're gonna give away a box of bootleg comic book crap is this, to, is uh, some of the stuff that I uh, left behind yeah oh yeah, yeah. there's some, some the, good stuff in that there one. is some good stuff there's some stuff that Travis left behind uh, that we are going to that we're, we're gonna get out to you uh, so and stuff then, that I remember, didn't like I wasn't like oh I got I gotta get rid of this stuff that I was like can I part with this should I part with this and I said you know what for comic exposure I will at green yeah to the figurine <laughs> I think there's an old X Men. Green Lantern Promise Ring. I think there I think there's an old nineties X Men toy in there. Ooh, I, uh, it's sealed. Yeah, sealed, a, correct? Yes, it is a sealed nineties X Men toy that's in there. Oh, uh it's gonna be it's gonna be good times for whoever gets it. Uh so don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to follow us on those places. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook, both of them comic exposure. If you search for us there, you can find us. Uh thanks for tuning in. Alan, yes, thanks for coming on the show. I don't understand. We didn't even get into it. I don't understand how you can watch Agents of Shield, but not like Thor. Oh, and I'm just gonna leave it. I'm just gonna leave it with that oh, for man, another episode. Think... We'll talk about that. <laughs> soul, <laughs> I like what he's soul. like. Soul. You are an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so Alan, thanks for coming on. Uh, good times as always, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next trade. <laughs>